Hello, it's the James Kim Podcast. All right, coming up in the next few minutes, it's a history lesson with Linda Moss Minds. And we're going to be talking about Constitution Day. We're going to put her on the spot, too. Also, what's this I hear about uh, Taco Bell and a subscription service? And seven ways to get a cat to like you. Hello, I'm James Howard. I'm Kim Carson. And we thank you for tuning in. I want to thank everyone today. Thank you. Thank you very much. Why is that white today? I would like to say thank you. I'd like to say thank you. Thank you. I can't thank you enough. Give it a shot. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for letting me know. Oh, okay. I see what you did there. It's showtime. And before we kick off the JJ Kim cast, we got to thank our wonderful sponsor, EPB. Thank you, EPB. Of course, EPB has the best internet around and the best value in town. Only $67.99 a month. Then it's only, of course, from EPB. Thank you, EPB. And uh, thank you, Taco Bell. So I'm not quite, uh, I'm, I'm not quite sure about this subscription service. So we were going over some stuff we were going to talk about on the uh, radio on Sunny Nutty 2.3 on the James and Kim show. And uh, you just had to bring up Crystal Hamburgers. We were talking about like late night foods that you just, you start craving. Like maybe after a concert or after a late night remote or maybe after like an event. I know. That, and you mentioned Crystal. And then, then I started talking about Taco Bell. Crystal, Taco Bell. It's one of those. What Taco Bell's fourth meal. <laughs> but, wait, wait, wait. I mean, what now? Fourth meal. Do you remember when fourth, they did fourth meal, that whole campaign? Fourth meal. It was oh. for their late night serving. Uh, maybe. I don't remember that. But the thing is, that's a very normal <laughs> meal for me. A fourth meal. Fourth meal. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So they're testing a taco subscription service. And depending on where you live, it's going to cost between $5 and $10 a month. And you can go buy Taco Bell every single day and get a taco. You willing to pay for it? Uh, well, look, and, and we we talk about <laughs> we talk about how obese the average American is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you kidding me? Hey, look, and I'm, I, hey, look, look. I am trying my best to lose weight. <laughs> I'm trying. I don't need a subscription to Taco Bell. <laughs> Taco Bell introduces the new Taco subscription service. Get tacos all month just by signing up. And while you do, get these other subscriptions that correspond. A subscription for toilet paper, K-O-Pec date, and new underwear. Taco Bell, where our motto has always been, eat now, pay later. Okay. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> all right, all right. So, so right, I've got to bring this up because we were talking about this on the show. Speaking of food and trying to lose weight, <laughs> gingerbread Kit Kats and Reese's Peanut Brittle are, are coming soon. And, oh, and, and by the way, the thing is, I forgot to even mention this on the radio. Hang on a second. I'm pulling this up from my phone. Latricia Schobert, she's been on our podcast before. Yes. She's the executive director at Consumer Credit Counseling Service here in Chattanooga. And uh, she sent me... So Trader Joe's is open, right? Yes. So anyway, so she goes, okay, so I heard you and Kim talk about the gingerbread Kit Kats and the Reese's Peanut Butter Brittle. Which I can't wait to buy the Kit Kats. Yeah. She she sent me a picture of Trader Joe's mini hold the cone ice cream cones in pumpkin ginger. Nuh-uh. Yeah. Nuh-uh. See, look at the picture. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. And I go, she thinks I'm trying to like I'm lose weight. I'm trying to lose nothing about food. All all about food. We're talking about Taco Bell and and uh, the 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 new Hershey 
candy bars that they're coming out with. And one thing that I'm, I'm, I have an affinity for is Whoppers. A lot of people don't like the malt, but I love Whoppers. Yeah. And they're coming out with um, the, the vanilla ones that are going to be snowballs. You know, you, you get some vanilla bean ice cream, and you yeah. put those those Whoppers on top of them, like as a topping. <laughs> <laughs> You're double dutying it. Hey, speaking of Trader Joe's, can I just mention this? That I saw this, and we were talking about Taco Bell. That I'm gonna. They have jicama taco wraps, which is it's kind of like a um, it's. It's healthier for you, so maybe that's my way oh. to do tacos every day. Are you trying to balance this out? I'm for trying us? to get some balance in there's my no life. There's no way you can balance. No, no. You, there's no way you can balance <laughs> the, <laughs> what we're talking about with Taco Bell and these candy okay, bars. Never out. mind. Okay, maybe that helped just a little bit. I give in. <laughs> you had to throw in something healthy. I know. It's, the struggle is real. Okay. <sighs> it is a real struggle. Uh, it, it, it is a struggle. Uh, it's easy to put the pounds on. <laughs> it is so hard to take the pounds it's off. It's actually fun putting the pounds on. Uh, let's see. The first look at these uh, Reese's peanut butter cups. It's they, They've got the cr- uh, the crunchy peanut butter that's inside. In, it's inside the uh, peanut brittle flavored cream. Oh, yeah. So you see the actual peanuts and stuff on it. Yummy. Okay, cool. Yummy. You know, before we even put our headphones on, in the studio, you mentioned. Oh, actually, I mentioned it, and then you mentioned it, and then I'm like thinking, wait, do, the, do, do these really exist? But the Kit Kat gingerbread kits. Yes. Okay. So I don't know why I was googling that. I meant to Google gingerbread, you know, Kit right. Kat, but I did kits, and they there are some kits where you can make gingerbread houses with Kit Kats, and you use just like white icing. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of build your own. This is something that we do every year, but not with Kit Kats. I, I, yeah. Huh. I love my family memories of when Holden was younger doing all the gingerbread houses. Yeah. And I have to admit, we haven't done them in the past couple of years. But Well, he's a teenager He's now. a teenager, you know, <laughs> just begged to spend a little time with him. This, this is, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, the Kit Kat one sounds very interesting to me. Sure. I probably have a very tiny house, though, because so I'm not sure I could resist eating it. Right, right. Well, every year, yeah, we, my parents, they have... Uh, 13 grandkids. So ever since number one grandkid came along, they started doing the gingerbread ho- houses. Why are we talking about gingerbread houses? We're not even, we haven't, we haven't even, uh, we're, we're a month away from Halloween. <laughs> Speaking of, is this the season of food? Because then I start thinking about my favorite Halloween candy. That's true. All right. Enough, All right. Of, enough. Uh, enough of the candy <laughs> for right now. <laughs> and then we'll, we'll, we'll raid the candy jar outside the studio after the podcast is over. All right, you want to talk about cats, James? No, no. Yes, <laughs> cats want... are my favorite. God, no, they are. Well, I love all animals, but I just happen to have cats because they're easier to me. Okay, so I don't want you to get the impression that I hate cats because I'm not a cat hater. I just love dogs more, and I know my dog's personality because they're, they are not going to welcome a cat in the, the Howard household. That's just not going to happen. I mean, I understand it, and I know you really do love cats, and especially my cats when they scratch you. <laughs> scratch my face off. I first met uh, Prudence. Prue. Yeah, Prue, Prue is a... Prue, yeah. She's uh. got a personality of her own. You know what? Okay, when she scratches, because she scratches my boyfriend John all the time, too. Uh, yeah. It's because well, I feel so, you, I've, I've always felt sorry well, for John. Go well, ahead. When you're petting her and she wants you to keep doing it and you try to get away, that's when she scratches you. So just keep petting her until she's done. <laughs> what? <laughs> Seriously. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we've we've put up seven ways to get a cat to like you. And um, here's where you can find this article. In the James and Kim blog 
on our website, SETI923.com. And uh, like, what, okay, so I still have, okay, my index finger, I have a little smiley face with a nose. And I didn't know this until we started researching this, but you can hold one finger out. And you may have already noticed that, that uh, cats like it, but researchers think it's because cats greet each other nose to nose. So your, your finger simulates that. But not, just, but not with your cat. And I've tried it with your cat before. <laughs> well, Prudence is just a, her own, you know, so. <laughs> but um, there's a couple other things that, that, you can, that you can do. This is a really good tip is when they are eating, talk to them because then they associate your voice with really good feelings. That's kind of cool. Okay, whatever. <laughs> you know what the, my best advice is for cats, though? And, and I consider myself a little bit of a cat whisperer, and I was a cat rescuer sure. for a lot of years. You're good with cats, sure. Um, is ignore them. Just ignore them, and they cannot stand it when you're not paying attention to them. I had a veterinarian tell me not too long ago. Uh, it was a couple of years ago when, when Pan, he, he would pee. Like, he, he'd be so excited when I got home. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was flattered for about... 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was an issue like every day. And he goes, ignore him. Just ignore it. Because it's like Christmas every time he sees you. And uh, that really made me feel special. But um, he said, just ignore him for just a little bit. And then give him a bunch of love. But when you walk in the door or you get out of your car, mm-hmm. just ignore him. And that's exactly what he, he told me. So seven ways to uh, get a cat to like you. Uh, here's one. Play with them more. This makes sense. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You can get one of those little red lights. Have you? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, those are the funniest true. thing in the whole world. Because what I would do with my little red light is the cats will be chasing it around, which is really funny on a wood floor because they're sliding everywhere. But I'll take it and I'll put it under the door to the bathroom that they can't get in and they'll think it's in there. Yeah. Isn't that funny? That is, that is <laughs> They'll funny. sit at the door for like hours after that. Of course. It's hilarious. That's, that's, a, that's a great porner. <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, so, <laughs> so, hey, this just popped in my head. Have you seen the, I want to say it was it's a GMC or it could be a, a Dodge Ram truck commercial. But anyway, the, the fascinating thing is, is showing off the special tailgate. But this guy has a, his cat that goes hunting with him, that helps him farm, and his cat fetches. And there's a guy like fishing going, your cat just, what do you mean my cat just, man, isn't that the coolest looking truck though? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that, I love that commercial when, That's it, great. when it comes to cats. Cats All right. can be great, can be great pets. Sure, sure. All right, seven ways to get a cat to like you. Take a look at the, the seven. It's, even if you don't like cats, I think you'll like this article. Uh, once again, you can find this at sunny923.com. Look for the James and Kim blog. All right, all right. Let's switch gears here because we've got a special day coming up. We've got Linda Moss Mines on, on the podcast. We always love it when she's with us. Hello, Linda. <laughs> Good morning. Hey. Hey. Okay, so. Is that too perky for this early? <laughs> No, you're nope, you're great. No, you. But you know, the thing is, I think you're always perky, whether it's in the morning or at night, or uh, you. We. That's why. Good at midnight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, are you more of a morning person or a or a late night owl? Actually, is it okay to say I'm both? Because I'm usually up by four thirty or five, and I go to bed about midnight. So okay. So I you, am. You, I am heavily wired. Okay. Do you need a nap during the day? I, most days I don't. Uh, much to the chagrin of my parents, no, I did not need, even as a child, a nap. That doesn't surprise me a bit. <laughs> All right, so we're approaching uh, Constitution Day, and uh, we've set aside a whole week for this. I want to get to that here in, in just a little bit. 
But Linda, give us one fascinating historical fact about Chattanooga. Oh, about Chattanooga? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I immediately go to the, the fact that Chattanooga, of the major cities in Tennessee, Chattanooga was founded by a principal chief of the Cherokee Nation. So we have always had multicultural, uh, a multicultural tie to all people and all cultures. That distinguishes us from the rest of Tennessee. I love it. I love that. Okay. All righty. I may even ask you for another little fun fact after we talk about Constitution Week. So oh, I love talking history. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do, and you're good at it. So let's talk about the Constitution. The shortest but longest continuously used Constitution in the history of the world. Is that is that correct? That is correct. And, and I mean, you think about it, you look at Constitutions of other nations, and, you know, they're 30 pages. They're 100 pages. There's an attempt to sort of deal with every possible thing that could occur, and our founding fathers realized that they were creating a document. They had a vision for what they wanted, but they wanted it to be short enough and to have that basic framework, but to allow each generation, each House of Representatives, each Senate, the courts that would be created, the president who would be the caretaker, to be able to adapt it to changing circumstances. You know, And there's an organic original intent as to what our government would be a republic but it has endured because we have an amendment process and you know interestingly enough we haven't had to amend that document very many times in our 250 year history that's amazing you know i always think of uh, of these other countries that their their constitution how they how it it, it failed Well, it did, and I think so often heads of government, national bodies around the world, tend to create a document that tells them how to guide the people. Mm -hmm. This nation is unique in that we the people, very clearly in the preamble to the Constitution, we the people are the guardians of our freedom. We're in charge of our government. It's not top-down. It's bottom up, and that makes us unique also. We, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice. Amen. Yeah, exactly. Ensure domestic tranquility, uh, provide the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of of liberty to to ourselves. You know, we are so blessed, aren't we? We are, and you think about it, that preamble really tells you everything that you need to know about this republic, Mm -hmm. why we were founded, and what our goal and vision. You know, in the last 25 or 30 years, most corporations and and businesses have tried to come up with a vision statement, a mission statement, and a goal. Our founding fathers and mothers did that in 1789, 1787 to 1789 in this document. We have our mission statement. Sure. How long did it take the forefathers to come up with this? It took several weeks, hot, hot weeks in Philadelphia to get the 13 states to agree because you have to think about the fact that each colony had been established independently. They had come together to fight a war for independence against Great Britain, our mother country, but then there had to be a process by which they could unite 
and become this United States of America, but it also meant giving up some of the local control. And so it was a difficult process coming up with that balance, but they did it so masterfully. And thank God, James Madison, the who is considered to be the father of the Constitution, kept copious notes. He was that nerd that sat in the room and wrote down everything that everybody said with the understanding that the details would not be released until after his death. Talk about a tell-it-all book. Right. Madison to us. Hmm. All right, let's talk about Constitution Day, which is September 17th. What's going to take place in our area when it comes to Constitution Day? Well, the first thing I would do is encourage everybody to fly their flags. And, you know, if you want to set an example with young people, that afternoon at 4 o'clock, step out on your front steps and ring a bell, because that's when, at 4 o'clock on September 17th, was when the founding fathers in Philadelphia rang the bell, signifying that they had a document. Now, here in Hamilton County, we're going to, kind of step that up a little bit and we have a major celebration that will occur uh, that occurs on the Hamilton County Courthouse lawn south lawn where the flagpole is and one of the wonderful things about this community is it's a coming together that that commemorative event is sponsored by Hamilton County government the mayor the court and the county commission it's it's co-sponsored by the Daughters of the American Revolution all five local chapters the Chattanooga Area Veterans Council, and the Chattanooga Bar Association. So pretty much everybody has something connected into that celebration and the groups that will be leading it. It's a wonderful time to keep focused on that phrase, we the people. September 17th is a date. What time is this going to take place? 12 o'clock noon. 12 o'clock noon. This is one of your favorite commemorative holidays, isn't it? It is. I, I, you know, I tell everyone... Fourth of July is probably my favorite commemorative holiday. But the Fourth of July, winning the independence would have meant nothing if we had not figured out a way to govern ourselves. Mm. No one in the world believed that we would be able to fashion a government where the people would be in charge. Think about it. At that time in history, it was monarchy. It was absolutist monarchy in most cases. England at least had a constitutional monarchy. Or it was, you know, total oligarchy ruled by, by military force. And we talk about a government that will be led by civilians and not necessarily civilians of noble birth, but civilians who had a vested interest in the success of this republic. How can you not love Constitution Day? <laughs> That's not, exactly. I know. Tell me about it. As an American, you got to love it for sure. All right. So I want to I want to recap for Constitution Day, twelve noon on September seventeenth. Is there is there a website or what, where people can log on and, and they can learn more about the Constitution? They can learn more about what this day is all about. They can learn more on how they can get involved with their local government. Actually, there are several, but there is if you go online and you type in Bill of Rights Institute, there are all sorts of documents. Um, podcast things that will help you know more about the Constitution. And, you know, I teach a class that will start October the 1st uh, through the library that's called U.S. History 101. And, and one of the things that we'll be doing is focusing on the founding of this nation and how 
important the Constitution is. And that that series of classes are live by Zoom, and you can register by going on the Chattanooga Library website. So, you know, and if anybody just wants to talk history, my email is localhistorycounts at gmail.com. I'm Lo- your girl. That's right. There you go. Localhistorycounts at gmail.com. Can you imagine Linda Moss Mines, your your history teacher? Oh, that's awesome. She makes it exciting for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, it is exciting. We just need people to tell the stories. Of course, of course, and you do that so well. All right, before we let you go, tell us another interesting fact about Chattanooga. Um, well, I, I, one of the things that I am most proud of is the fact that we are the birthplace of the Medal of Honor, and we are right now working on an application to be designated as a World War II heritage city because of our overwhelming volunteerism during the war and the fact that we lost over 680 of our Hamilton County men in that conflict. Mm. But we have kept their memory and the legacy of that victory over tyranny alive in this community. I'm proud of Chattanooga. It has the perfect balance of honoring the past and planning for the future. Linda Moss Mines, our local historian, we love you. Thank you for being on the Change Kim cast today. Oh, listen, I'm so glad to, and thank you all for sharing my love of history. Hey, remember to like us, also share us. You can rate us as well. We appreciate you listening to the James and Kim cast, and you can also tune in every morning at 5 a.m., Monday through Friday at Sunny 92.3. Talk to you next time. So long.